Today is part two with Tina Codina, so if you missed part one, be sure to go back and listen to the previous episode so you can snag the first part of how she had a feeling to pursue a passion that felt out of left field, but trusted that feeling and followed it. Today, we'll pick right back up where she finished telling us how she's continued to trust that feeling and apply it to different seasons of her business and her life. We'll discuss how she learned to actually run her business like a business rather than just a side hustle to find the success she desired. She'll also share how you can continue to stay tuned in with those aligned feelings along the way. So let's pick up where we left off. If you're a female entrepreneur who wants to break free from the pressure and experience peace and alignment to live that life you've always envisioned, then this is the show for you. I'm your host, Jamie Milam. All my life, I've been self-reliant with a figure-it-out mentality, starting with being on my own at the age of 15, overcoming drug addiction when I learned I'd become a mom at 19, and rebuilding my life out of a single Rubbermaid storage tote to now running the three businesses I've built. So I'm no stranger to pressure. My figure-it-out mentality created systems that helped, but I still found myself headed to burnout. I learned to listen to myself and apply the most powerful tool I had, my own self-awareness. So I shifted to incorporate my true self and align my strategies accordingly. And now I apply this practice to every area of my life. I'm on a mission to help you develop a practice of self-awareness, to learn to value yourself so you can honor those parts of you in your daily activities and finally live that life you're determined to have. This is determined AF. Yeah, and, and that's why I love saying that it those are models, right? It doesn't mean that you can't take what they've done at a broad level and integrate it at a more detailed level to fit your needs, right? Because clearly there's elements in there that are probably going to be duplicated into your own model, but like your past experiences, you know, the way that your experiences influence how you trust and how you make decisions, not to mention what your personal aspirations are. Those are going to be different than everybody else out there that's making chocolate, everybody else out there that's a business coach or a mindset coach or, you know, a social media manager. Like we all bring different things to the table. And so that's why we take these elements that provide a a supportive and successful business structure, and then we tailor it into what fits our needs. So I want to point out, you, you said, you know, once you started doing that inner work and that it's not, you know, just like a, an overnight thing, this is a regular practice because, you know, our seasons change right now you have a four-year-old that may have been different. You know, before we had children, we envisioned that we could show up with more hours, that we were willing to put way more into it. But then we have to start to integrate different balance measures. And that might mean that our timeline changes some. And this is okay, you guys. This is the thing is sometimes we're looking at these outside perspectives of other people that are doing the thing that you know, we want to do, or we're looking at, oh, they're the coach, you know, that can teach us to do this. And, oh my gosh, we should be doing it every day, or we should be blasting it in this way. And we forget that we're just seeing the outside piece, right? And we're judging our inside piece based on what they're doing. Maybe they don't have kids, or maybe they do, and their kids aren't even they're not present with their kids. You know, we don't know how fulfilling it is, but we also don't know what their personal goals are. And so I love, love, love that you use the word reverse engineer because when we get 
a plan in place for the current season that we're in and how we envision ourselves showing up in our business, we do. We have to have somewhat of a reverse engineered plan to be able to have some direction so that we can focus in and not get hyper distracted by all the shiny objects because we're not really clear on what it is that we're aiming for. And so part of that reverse engineering, you guys, should be this part of, and I say should, not in a shaming way here, right? It should incorporate the how much time do we want to be able to spend with our family? What are the non-negotiables in my personal life that I am not willing to remove my boundaries around so that I can still show up in that space? Because if we're not being fulfilled outside of our business, I would imagine that we're not going to leave a very fulfilling life. And I'm speaking from experience, you guys. I put my head down. I built a really successful multi-six-figure business. And then on the inside around me, you know, my marriage is falling apart. You know, our kids suddenly are not four, you know, they're 17 (laughs) and, you know, and you're like, where did time go? And is this what's most important to me? And am I creating my business structure and am I creating my own personal routines in my business in a way that is allowing me to be present in the other things that are really important to me? I can guarantee you that if you are an entrepreneur and you are in business for yourself and you are full-time doing it, you did not get into it so that you could work more hours than you were when you were working for somebody else. You got into it because you wanted a version of freedom and flexibility. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And so are we creating clarity around what that means in the longer term vision? And I'm not saying you have to have your entire life planned out. I'm just saying, what is that longer term vision that you see right now? And Are you creating a routine in your business that is going to contribute to that and that is going to support that? Because if not, you're going to lead to burnout and you're or you're going to lead to areas of your life that are not fulfilled and that you aren't present in. And so, you know, when we think about the timeline, you, you said, Tina, you know, we have our whole life, you know, to have these experiences and build this. Right. And what I want to point out is that. There are so many people that start over, you know, in their 40s or, or yeah. you know, build businesses in their 50s, you know, and then they they hit their stride. Like you can start over at any point in time. But I will tell you guys, the thing that you cannot get back or make more of is time. You never know when your time is up. And if the only thing you're focusing on today is how much more success can you bring into your business If that is not providing impact in your life personally for personal alignment, and if you are ignoring all of the relationships around you, that is what you will regret, not how much money was in the bank account. And so I think that that's really important for us to think about when when we're considering timeline. Our timelines need to also incorporate, does this support the life that I want to have outside of my business? And that is... That is just so key. And so, you know, I don't want to ignore in this conversation. Can we just touch on really quickly? Um, because we've talked a lot about the internal aspects, which is my favorite. You know, there's also external factors in terms of external support that you had found, you know, that now is supporting your business in a successful way that was likely missing when you were treating it as a side hustle. Um, can you tell us maybe just something that is, one of the most strategic changes that you've made in your business in terms of actually running it as a business, you know, from the external aspect. 
first of all, I love everything that you just said. You speak very passionately and everything you're saying, I'm like, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for me, for treating my business like a business, the first thing was I had to, and I will credit my husband with this one. I had to get more serious about how I was running my personal finances. So my husband, would used to see me every two weeks. I'd like do my budget and he'd see how I would pay off my credit cards. And I had all this school debt. He, he would just look at me like, oh my gosh, it's going to take you forever to take off your school debt. And so he's like, well, if we're serious about, you know, saving up for a business and a house and all these things, he's like, we need to like get rid of that debt pronto. So first thing was getting more secure on personal finances. I would say, I think a lot of people think, oh, I want to start a business, but you need money to start a business. You need something to invest in. And that's something I didn't have with the side business. So financial security was number one. Number two was understanding, okay, I know how to do the creative part, the chocolate part. I really don't feel comfortable understanding when you say have a business in my head of like, what the heck does that mean? Like that always went over my head. Uh, when you talk about sales, what does that even mean? How do you get sales? So for me, understanding, I guess, the sales psychology, understanding how to speak to people, understanding how to show up for me, mainly through social media um, with, with an intention on how to connect and then how to build genuine connections. Because I always thought, thought of sales as, okay, I want someone to buy what I have. So I'm just going to talk about that item and offer that and lead them to my shop or whatever. I never thought of it as, okay, I'm going to show up on social media. I'm going to share a little bit more about myself, my backstory. Anyone who interacts with me, I'm going to have a genuine conversation. And I say this to, you know, people who listen on my social media or my podcast or things like this. It's like, I've landed some really cool opportunities for ourselves in the last two years of our company. And people are like, how the heck did you do that? I'm like, literally from a conversation. And it was a genuine, non-business, non-salesy conversation because we're human. And so when I took the pressure off of, I need to sell in this manner, or I need to try and just think about the sell, 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 and really think about, okay, this person clearly has an interest in me or in my company. Let me do my due diligence and also get to know them and see if we actually connect. And if this would be a great opportunity for both of us, and then let it you know, grow from there and nurture that. So I would say that number one, having financial security, understanding numbers, that whole thing was very important. Number two, understanding that the connections that I would build were more important than the sales mindset of you need to sell X amount by X amount of time to reach this income. Like that logic to me never really connected. It always put pressure. When I focused on how many people can I serve or how many people can I connect with, naturally led to really great sales I was like bingo like I need to do more of that and that's something that I feel made business more fun for me as well because it's not a chore it's not this you need to be in such a rigid sort of template or model as we keep saying like it can really flow and feel good to you and you make money from it like it's win 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 this gold it's gold I feel like I wish I could have been able to just fully lay that up, but there was no way to have scripted that because there's a couple of things that you just said that I really, really want to point out. So I'm going to, I'm going to take it back to the internal for a second. 
She was yeah. saying that, you know, journaling, you know, hiring a coach or having a mentor, taking on these trainings, you know, these are some of the things that she does to check internally for that alignment to be able to keep pursuing this passion. Externally, you know, the financial security, knowing your numbers, right? Treating your business like an actual business, starting with your personal finances. You know, there are ways that the numbers is going to be able to help you make those decisions in terms of when am I ready to move this from a side hustle into a full-time gig. Because time and time again, when I talk with entrepreneurs, they'll say the, the thing that I wish I had known in the beginning was how much time it was going to take before I had a really good revenue flow coming in. And I didn't necessarily have myself set up with that safety net to, to drag that in, right? And so that is where sometimes having that real purposeful thought out reverse engineer plan helps out because it, it starts to put into perspective the reality of, okay, well, if I need to make this much money personally to run my life so I don't lose my house, so we have food on the table, right? We Because we have to have that, which mm -hmm. means how many sales do I need to have this year in order for that to be doable? And, and that is not necessarily a, okay, like, let's pressure ourselves for that. That's a reality check. You know, yeah. is that possible? And is it possible in a way for us to at least be more than breaking even so that we can make our personal life happen. Then as we want to start to expand or if our business requires, you know, investment in actual things, you know, softwares, systems, people, you know, places, locations, things like that. If we need tangible things that we have to invest in, then we have to consider that business expense as well. And it doesn't necessarily mean that we put the pressure on ourselves to hit that number that year, but it gives us a guidance to say, okay, now we can do this, maybe not in the first year, but in the second year. And so it gives us the guidance to say, this is this is a doable time frame because we're also incorporating how do we want to show up in the rest of our life so that we can make this happen in a way that doesn't add the pressure because when we add the pressure, it just drains our energy, okay? The other thing she says is business understanding, right? The communications aspect, the conversations that business isn't about just being salesy. As a matter of fact, you'll find that if you're going to be salesy, everybody's going to think of like that used car salesman, right? We don't want you pressing on all of this, but when you've incorporated your passion, when you've really like checked in for that alignment, that I'm not trying to sell you something because I think it's something that you you think I should sell it, right? Or that it's not really lighting me up. When you're doing that, it shows up in your messaging, right? But when you're really passionate about what you're doing and what you can do for others, when, especially if it comes, you know, to teaching something that shows up so naturally, and then you're just having conversations and then those conversations turn into conversions. And oftentimes those conversions are somewhat unexpected, right? Now, I will say there are ways that you can still track these things so that then they become scalable in a predictable way when you're ready to scale, right? If you want to hire somebody and you're trying to justify, do we have it in our budget to hire somebody? And what is the return on that investment? Obviously, you've got to know your numbers in order to make a savvy decision that reduces the risk factor.
And so I think that those are really important things that if you don't have that internal awareness around why you're doing what you're doing and are you passionate about it? Does it feel in alignment? You know, am I still in the right direction with this? Am I doing it in a way that is not somebody else's should do it this way, but it's my way of doing it? Am I seeing that show up in my conversations that I'm having with people? And honestly, the conversion numbers will tell you if you are or not. Right. Yeah. So I love that you you mentioned, you know, hiring somebody to help you these investments. Yes, we talked about some of the big investments that we had made because they supported our passion. They supported that feeling of trust that we have in a direction. It's like, OK, I know I, I just deeply resonate with this feeling and I know this is a direction that I want to go in. And I know that I need additional support to get there. Now, I don't necessarily know exactly where that's going to take me. But I trust that this is something that I should invest in because it's going to help me get there a little bit faster and probably a lot more effectively. And so we do have to still, you know, seek out external support in order to really, you know, kind of like integrate that into that internal awareness around what the direction is. And so those were some really great points, you know, um, in terms of what you've done externally to support this new strategy and it's clearly working for you, you know? So I, I love that. I, I mean, this is just a beautiful marriage of, you know, you, you, you kind of did this a little vice versa of how I did it. You, you did it internally first, and then you brought in that external and I was always the external, you know, I put the plan, I put the systems in place, all of those things. And I was ignoring the internal for so long. And then when it was like, oh, if I just tuned in and explored for myself, what lights me up? Oh, well, then I can start to pour that into other areas of my life as well. And I've recognized that it's not a one or the other. It's a this and this can yeah. get you to success, right? And so can this. And when you marry them together, you'll find fulfillment. And, and I just think that that is a, it's a beautiful and peaceful place to be because then you just trust those timelines. You know, you trust yourself because you show that you can do, you can do it. You know, it's just now, okay, now I have a little bit more patience because I want to do it in a more sustainable or fulfilling way. So, oh gosh, I just always love this, right? So let me ask you, Tina, for anybody that is listening, that is really determined to, you know, kind of like stay tuned in with that feeling for clarity for direction of their own. Um, what's the best piece of advice that you would give to them to implement today to just check in, right? Check in for that and, and give themselves room, you know, for that trust process. I would say, because it is an ongoing thing, I would say from the moment you wake up, just visualize what you want your life to be. And don't doubt for a second that it's possible. That sounds very cheesy and cliche, but it's something I strongly, strongly believe in. It's something I told myself every single day when I was sleeping on my friend's couch, no money in New York, going through the ups and downs of entrepreneurship is just waking up every single day and remembering what you want for yourself and saying to yourself, like, I'm worthy and I believe that I can have it. You know, I tell my daughter every day, uh, she has to repeat after me. And one of the things she says is, I can do anything I put my mind to and I believe in me. Like I make her say it to me because I want her to always have that with her and just know that that it starts from there. 
So reminding yourself that you are enough and you're doing everything you can for your best self and leading with that and trusting that. And it, it takes work. I say do it every single day because you might feel it sometimes and then you might not feel it. Like you have to be your own cheerleader. You have to constantly feed yourself that positive self-talk when no one else is because that's the guiding light for you to make things happen. It's really, it really starts with you. Like that self-awareness that we keep talking about. Yeah, it's something that I wish, I wish I was educated on when I was younger. You know, I feel like I would have spared myself a lot of hardship and heartache, but uh, now as an adult, I'm just grateful that I've really honed into that. I believe it. I trust it. I'm always working on it. And I think that it's cap- it's it's possible for anyone. Like I said, I feel like everyone, you know, as kids, like we have these like crazy dreams and then you become an adult and reality sets in and you say goodbye to those dreams for whatever reason. But I feel like you were given those dreams for a reason. Like you, you have them inside you for a reason. Like it didn't just come in and then meant to go out like So lean into that, explore that, you know, even if it doesn't turn into like a business, even if it's just something that you do for fun, how awesome is that? You know? So yeah, I would say every single day, tell yourself what you want, visualize it and just say, I believe in myself and I'm going to, I'm going to get there. Yeah. You guys, she actually said originally, I believe myself and I am worthy of it. And I think that that's important. You know, uh, what a great affirmation, you know, I believe in I believe in myself that I can have the life that I desire. I am worthy of the life that I desire. And I am capable of creating that life that I desire. You know, what an amazing way to start your day every single day with those affirmations. If you had none, no others, then those are amazing ones. And so I think that that's really, really powerful. Great advice. Glad to hear that you're pouring that into your daughter because you're right. As children, we have these big dreams and aspirations, and then the world comes in with their opinions and their influences, and they (laughs) just shrink us. And that is just one of the saddest things in the world. And we take that into our adulthood. And so if you can do anything today from this conversation, you guys, it's, it's trust that direction that you're feeling. If there's that little voice inside of your head that has this spark that you love shoes or you love chocolate and that you want to pursue whatever that little spark is in the back of your mind, focus in on that and trust in that and trust that you don't have to have all the decisions for figuring it out tomorrow. You don't have to feel pressure to make all the right choices today. Just trust in that and you'll be amazed will will be attracted into your world to make that happen. And so I love this conversation. I really appreciate your time. And, and I, I think that, you know, listeners will definitely have some value out of it. I've gotten value out of it. I love conversations like this. So thank you for making time to be here today, Tina. Tell us where else people can find you and connect with you. Well, thank you so, so much. It's been a pleasure getting to know you. I love your energy and everything you're about as well. People can find me on Instagram at Codinia Chocolates or www.codiniachocolate.com. And you guys, you know, Tina also, if you have any aspirations and becoming a chocolatier, if you're running a chocolate business, Tina also coaches um, Mm -hmm. others in in that space. And so you can find all of that on her website, which we will have linked down in the show notes for you. So thank you again for being here. And, you know, I just hope that everybody goes into the world this week and trust themselves just a little bit more.